0: And now, ladies and gentlemen, in all modesty, I think you'll agree with me when I say that our radio program boasts an unusual array of talent.
1: We have nothing but the best.
0: For instance, our orchestral ensemble is conducted by that learned symphonist, that gifted maestro, Phil
1: Harris. That's right, folks. Phil is a great musician. Why Spike Jones doesn't grab him is beyond me. (laughs) Continue, Don. And for our singer of songs, we
0: have Larry Stevens, a newcomer, who, in addition to being a great singer, is sincere, unassuming, and ingratiating.
1: Well, he better be. After all, I'm paying him $22.50 a week. (laughs) That ain't cactus, brother. Go ahead, Don.
0: Next, and with a feeling of pride, I'd like to point to the feminine side of our roster. The lovely, beautiful, charming, and irresistible Mary Livingston.
1: That's right, fellas. She was just voted Miss Hubba 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 of
2: 1934. <laughs>
1: that sounds like the auctioneer there for a minute. Continue, Don,
0: I'd like to pay tribute to the man, the one man, who is responsible for bringing this program into your home Sunday after Sunday.
1: Yes, sir. Sunday after Sunday. Neither rain, nor snow, nor sleet, nor storm shall stay this courier from his appointed rounds. I copied that off a post office. The Cucamonga branch. Go ahead, Don. Don't keep him waiting.
0: This man, whose talent is summed up in one word, genius, has the rare faculty of knowing what the people want and seeing that they get it.
1: Oh, Don, please.
0: So now we present the one man chosen by the sponsor for this all-important job. And here he is... Our producer,
1: Bob Ballin. What? Hey, Bob Ballin? Now, wait a minute. Hey, what's this all about? Wait a minute. Wait a minute! Hey, Bob, how do you like that? For 12 years, I'm the star of this show, and who does he introduce? Bob Ballin.
0: How do you do, ladies and gentlemen? This is Bob, Air Technical Command Ballin.
1: Now look, Mr. Ballor.
0: Or... right. Mr.
1: Ballin, stop. Stop imitating Bob Hope and get back to your control room. All right, but before I go, remember, folks, Ballon spelled backwards is Nilab.
2: <laughs> I don't care what it is,
1: now get back in that control room. You know better than to leave my writers in there alone. They'll kill each other.
2: <laughs> John, let's not
1: waste any more time. Now go ahead and introduce me like you were supposed to. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, in introducing Jack Benny. The star of our show. The star of our show? I always have to remind him of that, always, huh? It is only fitting that I say he is well Hello, of the Don. Greatest... Hello,
3: Jack. Hi, fellas. Say, hey, Jack, do you think the boys will like me in this dress?
1: Yeah, they'll like you. They'll like you.
3: Well, what's the matter with you?
1: Nothing, except you interrupted Don just as he was introducing me.
3: Oh, for heaven's sake, Jack. Don't be such a big ham.
1: I'm not a big ham.
3: Then how come when you play a theater, the admission is 40 cents and 10 red points?
1: (laughs) Mary, don't make a big thing out of it. I only said that you interrupted my introduction.
3: So what? Don never gives me an introduction, and I don't care.
1: Oh, he doesn't. Hey, Don, tell Mary what you said about her before she came in. Why, certainly. Mary, I said that you were lovely, beautiful, charming, and irresistible.
3: Oh, John, you've been listening to all these pilots here. (laughs)
1: Wait a minute, Mary. We only got here yesterday.
3: Well, I'm talking about the pilots I met in Hollywood last week. And I wasn't with them five minutes before I knew they were stationed out here with a technical command.
1: You, You knew
3: they were stationed with a technical command? Yes.
1: Well, I'll hate myself if this doesn't get a laugh, but here goes. You mean the pilots started to get commanding?
3: No, they try to get technical. Technical, I know.
1: <laughs> now we can both hate ourselves. <laughs> say, Jack, how about your introduction? Do you want me to give it to you now? Oh, yes, yes, Don. We must get started with the program. Ladies and
0: gentlemen, in introducing Jack Benny... The star of our show. The star of our show.
2: <laughs> it
0: is only fitting that I say he is one of the greatest... Hello, everybody. Hello, Miss Livingston.
3: Oh, hello, Larry.
1: For goodness sake. Yeah. Oh, all right, all right. Larry, now that you came in, finally, go go, go ahead and sing, will you? Yes, sir.
0: And, Mr. Benny, is it all right with you if I dedicate the song to my girl?
1: Well, sure, sure, kid. Go right ahead. I didn't even know you had a girl.
0: Oh, yes. We've been going
1: steady for three years. Say, that must be quite a romance. What's your girl's name? Fanny. Oh, oh, nice name. (laughs) And you know, Mr. Benny,
4: every time we go to the movies, I want to sit downstairs. But she always takes me by the arm and says... Come on, Larry. Let's sit upstairs in the last row of the balcony. Oh well.
1: She always wants you to sit in the last row of the balcony. A she did. She did that three times already, and last night I found out why. Really? She's farsighted.
2: <laughs> oh. Well, you had me
1: worried for a minute. Go ahead and sing, kid. Will you? Go ahead.
5: sang the words and they made you mine i'd steal a kiss and repeat each line over and over and over and over and then we drifted apart
1: That song again, sung by Larry Stevens. And, Larry, that introduction I made Don Wilson give you was very true. You really have a beautiful voice. And I'm sincere and unassuming. And, uh, ingratiating.
3: And underpaid.
1: Mary, he's not underpaid. I'm giving him $22.50 a week, and that's plenty. After all, what does he do with it? He goes to the movies and sits in the balcony. If I pay him more, he'll buy his girl glasses, and then where'll he be? <laughs> Downstairs again. <laughs> Now, let's get on with the... Hey, Jack,
3: talking about glasses, you ought to get regular ones and get rid of those bifocals you're wearing.
1: Listen, sister, I wouldn't get rid of these bifocals for anything. I use the top half for reconnaissance and the bottom half to see what I got after I whistle.
2: <laughs> and
1: now, folks... Say, hey, Jack, how about your introduction? You want me to give it to you now? I certainly do. After all, we got to get the program started. Now go ahead, Don.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, in introducing Jack Benny, I feel it's only Don. In introducing Jack Benny, the star of our show, <laughs> I feel it's only fitting to say that he's one okay, of the. Okay, cur-
1: kids, get ready to scream, cause Harris is here and right on the beam.
2: Yeah. <laughs> with a Yahoo, with a Yah-Yahoo for Sam Verdugo. <laughs>
1: Phil. He gets all out of it that he can, doesn't he, fellas? I'm not kidding, huh? Phil, it's bad enough coming in here trying to get laughed with a corny entrance, but you don't have to bring props with you. Props? What are you talking about? That thing hanging out of your sleeve, what is that? Well, it's an extension. When I pull it out, it gives me an arm 12 feet long. An arm 12 feet long? What's it for? It's the only way you can get in the bar at the California Hotel. (laughs)
2: Look, Phil, I hate to keep
1: bringing this up, but instead of wasting your time being a playboy... Why don't you try to improve yourself? Do something educational. What are you talking about, Jackson? I'm way ahead of you. I'm studying foreign languages. Foreign languages? Are you kidding? No, I'm studying Russian. I got the book right here with me. See? Russian book. That's Russian book.
2: <laughs> don't you ever learn
1: anything? How can I? Alice keeps tearing the pages out. <laughs> Now, now I've heard everything.
3: Oh, Jack, you didn't even know when you're being ribbed. Bill's been kidding you all the time. He's a whole lot smarter than you think he is. Smarter?
1: I'll lay eight to five. He doesn't even know the alphabet. Ha, <laughs> ha, that's one on you, Jackson. I knew the alphabet when I was four years old. Oh, yeah? Let me hear you say it. All right. A stands for antelope. B stands for bear. C stands for cantaloupe. And D stands for dare. E stands bell, for... Bell, L- wait a five. minute. Look at it. Look, can't you say it without the name? That's the way I learned it, Jackson, and I ain't gonna let nothing throw me. (laughs) Even Jet Propulsion couldn't get you off the ground. (laughs) Believe me, Jet Propulsion? Yeah, he's the bouncer at the 467 (laughs) Club.
2: Oh, yeah, I remember old
1: Jet.
3: Old Jet.
1: (laughs) This is the kind of a program that's rushing television,
3: you know? Yeah, because if you don't see
1: it, you won't believe it. You said it. And, Phil, until television gets here and nips your career in the bud, would you mind playing and... Come in. Mr. Benny? Yes? I'm from Esquire magazine.
2: <laughs> we
1: printed an article about you and have all the information in our files except one thing. What would you like to know? Your age, please. Well, I'm... Oh, no, you don't. You're the same fellow that, that hounded me on my show last week. I told you then I'm 36. I know, Mr. Benny, but when I told my editor you were 36, he just kept staring at a photograph
0: and scratching his head. A photograph? Yes, a picture of you shaking hands with Pocahontas.
2: (laughs) That
1: picture was taken at a masquerade party at the Palladium. The Palladium? Yes. With Pocahontas? I told you that wasn't Pocahontas. Then what was that arrow doing over your head? It was pointing to the powder room and get out of here. (laughs)
2: Now go
1: back to your editor and tell him I'm 36. All right, Mr. Benny, all right. For two weeks now, I've been asking you your age, and you keep saying you're 36, 36. That number keeps haunting me. I see it in my dreams.
0: What? 36, those numbers. A three and a six. A three and a six. A three and a six. A
4: six and a three. No! (laughs) No! A three and
2: a six, a three and a six, a three and a six, a three and a six. A and a six. <laughs> it's driving me mad, mad, mad. <laughs> I know it isn't the truth, but I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try it.
1: <laughs> I wonder why he was laughing so much. Maybe he's wearing GI underwear. <laughs> Play, tell, will you? Oh. No. Oh, my God. canteen played by Phil Harris and his unrationed orchestra. Unrationed meaning there's no demand for them.
3: <laughs>
1: and now, folks. Say, Jack. Yeah?
3: I can't get over that fellow from Esquire magazine getting so hysterical when you told him your age.
1: Yeah. Gee, how I wish I really was 36. Oh, well, I can wait.
3: Laughter Say, Don. Jack. What? If I were a man and you weren't the boss and you took your glasses off, I'd punch you right in the nose.
1: Oh, you're just sore because my stockings are nylon. Oh, Don. Yes, Jack. You know, the program will be over pretty soon and you still haven't given me my introduction. Okay. And now, ladies and
0: gentlemen, I'd like to introduce a star who is known and loved by all. A star who has a long way to go before reaching the age of 36. Well. And here she is, Miss Dorothy L'Amour. Dorothy L'Amour!
3: Oh, thanks, Phyllis. Well,
1: Dorothy, I can't believe you're here. I must be dreaming. I'm going to find out if I'm awake or asleep.
3: Jack, you're supposed to pinch yourself, not Dorothy.
2: (laughs) Mary,
1: I know what I'm doing. Dorothy, I really... I really am surprised to see you here. I thought you lived in Hollywood.
3: I do. And what are you doing here in San Bernardino? Well, this is the closest apartment I could get. Oh. Anyway, I like it here. I enjoy myself when I'm out this way.
1: Well, Dorothy, I've seen you in a sarong, and I enjoy myself when you're out that way.
3: (laughs) Hey, that's pretty good,
1: huh, Mary? Why don't you say something?
3: I don't want to break up the sparkling dialogue. <laughs>
1: I'll marry you, little vixen, you. <laughs> hey, Jackson, how long are you going to keep this girl in suspense? What do you mean, suspense? Introduce me. Introduce me. <laughs> introduce you. Oh, pardon me, Phil. Dorothy, this is Phil Harris.
3: Hello, Phil.
1: How you, What do you hear from the South Seas? <laughs>
3: Bill, I just make pictures about the South Seas. I've never really been there.
1: You haven't? No. Well, throw a couple of sarongs and a grip and let's take off,
3: kid. (laughs) Bill,
1: say, Dorothy, I'd like to make one of those pictures with you sometime. You know, where we're both on one of those islands.
3: Well, maybe we will, Jack.
1: No, you always work with Hope and Crosby.
3: I know, Jack, but I'd much rather work with you. You'd much rather work with me?
1: Gosh, it, it doesn't seem believable.
3: I know, but here it is on page
2: 12. <laughs>
1: oh yeah. But no kidding, Dorothy. Maybe sometime we can all make a picture together. You, Crosby, Hope, and me.
3: Yes, you can be the girl that Hope gets.
1: <laughs> With his nose, I wouldn't have him. <laughs> Anyway, Dorothy, what an attraction that would make. Imagine all four of us in one picture. Lamour, Crosby, Hope, and Benny. I can just see the billing on the marquee. Jack, Benny, and
3: friends.
2: (laughs) Ah,
1: what an attraction.
3: Say, Jack, as long as you and Dorothy are such good friends, I think you ought to know something. What's that? Today's her birthday.
1: Oh, Mary. Dorothy, today is your birthday? See, if you'd only told me yesterday, I'd, I'd have had a present for you now.
3: Oh, Jack, what could you knit in one day? <laughs>
1: no, Dorothy, I was thinking of buying you a present, but today is Sunday and all the department stores are closed.
3: Uh, what did you ever give anybody that you couldn't buy in a drugstore?
1: Quiet. Right. Well, anyway, Dorothy, happy birthday. And I know all the fellas here want to wish you the same. Come on, boys, all together.
2: Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Dorothy. Happy birthday
3: to you. Oh, thanks, fellas, and thank you, Jack. You're
1: welcome, Dorothy. And to show you that I'm not really cheap, come here and I'll give you a kiss. Come here now.
3: But Jack, in front of all of Oh, don't be
1: bashful just because I'm a celebrity, for heaven's sake. Come here,
2: kiss <laughs>
3: Do you like it, Jack? Jack. Jack, say something.
1: Benny to control tower. (laughs) Benny to control (laughs) tower. Clear the runway. I'm coming in for a landing. Roger! Roger!
3: No kidding, Jack. Did my kiss really do that to you?
1: Yes, Dorothy. All those lips. They're so round, so firm, <laughs> so fully puckered.
2: <laughs> Come on,
1: Dorothy. Let's try it again. Huh? Oh darn it! Excuse me, Dorothy.
4: Gladly. Thanks. Hello. Hello, Mr. Billy. This is Roger. <laughs>
1: Rochester, you were supposed to be here this morning. Why are you so late?
4: Well, I had a little accident while driving up here.
1: An accident?
4: Yeah, and by the way, boss, do you have that kind of insurance that covers the other party?
1: Oh, for heaven's sake. Rochester, the last time you drove my car, I had to fix somebody's fender. The time before, I had to buy a man a taillight. What now? The state of California wants a new bridge. (laughs) A bridge? My goodness, what happened?
2: Well,
4: I was passing the truck on the bridge when coming right at me from the other direction was a big bus, so I made a left turn.
2: <laughs>
4: a left turn on a bridge? Rochester,
1: that's impossible.
4: Not impossible, boss, but definitely impractical. <laughs> well, tell me. Tell me, was anybody hurt? No, but the bridge now has four wheels, a convertible top, and a radio that's tuned into life can be beautiful.
2: LAUGHTER
1: Now, Rochester, I want you to cut out this nonsense and tell me exactly what happened.
4: Well, I hit the bridge, the bridge hit the bus, uh, the bus hit me, the truck hit the bus, then we all got out and had an argument with the captain of the boat. (laughs) The captain
1: of the boat? How did the boat get there?
4: Easy! Well, when the bus turned in, I turned out, the bridge went down, the boat came up. (laughs)
1: Rochester, Rochester, sometimes I can't understand you.
4: Maybe I'm standing too close to the phone.
1: I don't mean that. If you met the truck and the bus on the bridge, how did the boat get into the accident?
4: The bridge wasn't free and easy on the draw. (laughs) Rochester,
1: if this is as bad as you say it is, you're going to be in trouble.
4: Going to be in trouble? Where do you
2: think I'm calling you from? You
1: mean you're in jail? Not yet, but it's just one
2: flight up. (laughs)
1: Well, look, Rochester, tell the chief to let you go now, and I'll come down and talk to him after the broadcast.
4: Okay, goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, say, boss. Now what? Before I left home, a man from Esquire magazine came by and asked me some questions about your age.
1: Oh, he did, eh? What did you tell him?
4: I told him you were 36, and he painted. (laughs) What? Then I told him the truth, and he painted again. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yes, yes, I know. He is very emotional. Goodbye, Rochester. Goodbye. I can't... I can't understand Rochester. He's such a terrible driver. Maybe if it had turned out when the bus turned in, the bridge wouldn't have gone down, then the boat couldn't have come up. Oh, well. He should have had his hand out anyway. Play, Phil.
5: It's the end of the story. The same old story, all the stars in their glory. No, we must fall. Though I have to surrender your kisses so tender, that used to enrich. of your sheltering eyes, till the scent of the roses caresses and closes your eyes. Let me kiss you tonight while the stars in the sky give a heavenly light. My heart will remain
1: This concludes another program, and it was swell being up here in San Bernardino with the Air Technical Service Command. And thank you very much, Dorothy. It was awfully nice having you on our program.
3: I enjoyed it, too, Jack. Hey, Dorothy, what's the name of the picture you just finished at Paramount? Well, Mary, it sounds like a gag here, but it really isn't. The name of the picture is a medal for Benny. A medal for Benny?
1: Well, he deserves one, Miss Livingston. No, no, Larry, they didn't mean me, but... (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, just the same, kid.
3: (laughs) And Dorothy...
1: I'm glad you spent your birthday with me, and I hope you'll be with me on my next birthday, when I'm thirty-six. Three and a six. A three and a six. A three and a six. A
0: six
1: and
2: a
4: three. No! A three and a six. A three and a six. A three and a six. A three and a six.
1: <laughs> oh, for heaven's sake. <laughs> Good night. Boys.